0: All right. Nate been my brother. Give me a fist wow. pump right now to start this thing off. Feels Welcome to good, Junkyard Love Junkyard Love Podcast, man. I'm I'm happy to have you here. Too, um man. I want to dive in, man, like we just, as soon as you got here, we just started just going into it. We just have so much to talk so about. Much so much fire. I want to, the, the way that we were linked up um, or the way that I like thought to message you yeah. was I had multiple people, a couple of my friends who were like, Hey, Nate Tansman has been really on his like his positive, like motivational game. He'd be dope on your podcast. I'm like, Epic. I looked at your Instagram and yeah. I was like, Oh man. Which is great, dude. I yeah. love,
1: I love the fact that, that people can see that like so much gratitude, bro. So, so much gratitude. Like the yeah. fact that people uh, are recognizing it is, yeah. is crazy to me because I've been- Like you know, you're
0: known for that. Exactly. Because so I
1: was known for the wrong things for so long. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, well dude, you, you want to talk about that? So, so that flip from like, you know, not, not feeling you deserve to be happy, you know, these feelings you're going through, what, what, that flip that happened, what was that? It was
1: so, it was such a long process. Like really? I think the thing that really made me want to change and that i woke up one day and decided that it was time is that i hated myself Hmm. i hated the person that i was i hated what i represented everything about me i didn't like like i believe that you're supposed to be your own biggest hero like when you look in the mirror you're supposed to be like okay like i want to be like that guy right and uh i never i never understood and i never i never really figured out why but i used to uh get ready for work in the dark what in the bathroom? Yeah, that's crazy. I, I it's would because uh, you
0: didn't want to see the guy in the mirror.
1: I would turn the light off, out. Uh, to, to, sorry, I would turn the light on outside of the bathroom, so I could see a little bit, and I mm. would get I would get ready in the dark, and I I never knew why. And my my girl at the time would always come in and be like, "What are you doing? Like turn the light on." I'd be like, "Turn it off." I never knew why, and I I figured out that was it. Like I I didn't want to look at myself. I hated myself.
0: That's so crazy.
1: And I didn't even realize that it wasn't even while I was doing it. Or the, or the the time that I changed, it wasn't until a few weeks ago that I was like, I, I remember that I used to do that. And I did yeah. it. I did it for years. You
0: can retrospectively be like, why was I doing that? I did, oh. I did it for years. I used to turn yeah. on the
1: hall light outside the bathroom and I oh, would wow. get dressed in the dark.
0: Man. All right. What do you do now? You, you turn the lights on? Oh, you, yeah. look yourself, yeah. you give yourself oh, yeah. the finger guns? Oh yeah. 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 I'm like, you're killing it.
1: Yeah. You kill it. <laughs> you you, gotta it. you, you gotta got to do it. You got to do it. So,
0: so that, that jump. So, so why, like, if, if you feel like talking about it, um, what, why were you so down? Like what, why didn't you like yourself? Is, is there things that, you know, listeners may be able to relate to? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I think I was on this fast track lifestyle and I was living just every day by the seat of my pants and whatever was giving me feeling of appreciation, I would, I would jump right into no questions asked. And, and at that time, it, everything was physical. It was all flesh. It was, um, mm. a lot of girls, um, mm. which is, I think was my biggest thing that I was feeding was, was females. Right. Yeah. It, it's and so it, easy to it, feed. It exactly. It, it would feed my ego. Um, all I wanted was affirmation from somebody. And so I found easy ways to get it. And if you're getting positive affirmation from multiple streams at the same time, you must be doing good. Right. Mm-hmm. You must be going to keep you. Yeah, in that loop. exactly. You must. I mean, what do I need to change? Everybody likes me. Yeah. You're the best. You're, You're the, the best. Boss. I'm the best. I'm the best, right? But
0: here you are getting, getting ready in the dark. Yeah. And you didn't even realize. Exactly.
1: That. Yeah. Which was, like I said, which yeah. was crazy because I didn't even know what was going on. I hadn't, I haven't done that in, in probably close to a year and I just figured out the other day, like mm. it came to me and I was like, whoa, Dang. I used to do that.
0: Well, good for you for pulling out that, man. That's, you know, that's something that we we do weird things to ourselves. think that we deserve to feel certain ways. Sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it to ourselves. No idea. So weird. Huh. So, so you just like weren't, you, you were just living just for instant gratification. You're just trying to like please your ego. Please my ego. We chat a little bit about ego before this. You want to touch on your ego? How was your ego different then than it is now?
1: Um, I would say as far as like my, my ego is, I still have it. Everybody's got it. I Everybody's feel like it got never it. goes Definitely. away. Um, it's a hard concept to, to get around. But. To me, to me, the ego is a beast. Like mm-hmm. you can feed it good things or you can feed it bad things. And I was feeding my ego so many bad things. I was constantly in challenge. I wanted to challenge everybody that, that didn't agree with me or that didn't, that didn't think how I thought. It was always a challenge. The ego was if I have this many women, if I have this, if I have that, if I have this car, if I have this, if I have all this money, whatever, whatever, these things, I must, like I said, I must be doing good. I must be fine. Um, Now, I think my ego has shifted into where I don't want to say I don't have one, but I think it's because we relate ego to negative. I think my ego now is like, my ego doesn't allow me to, you know, let people around me down. My ego doesn't allow me to Um, I I manage at the job that I have, I I don't allow my teammates to get down. I don't allow, like I take it personal and I think that's where it shifted. It was that I started taking things that I thought are now necessary personal. So I, I engage in those and my ego is all of positive reinforcement instead of negative. Um, I'm feeding a better cause than a worse one. I'm feeding the ego that helps me grow and that helps everyone around me grow and helps everyone around me do better than crushing everyone around me because that's what i was doing as long as i was on top it didn't matter where everyone else was at but now i realize like yo we can all stand on this podium right like everybody fits everybody can fit in first place like a lot of people think a lot of people think that that's not possible but it is and i really think that if i'm if i'm who i'm supposed to be and i'm the best version of myself that i can bring everybody else up there and that's what i that's now my goal instead of because i used to crush people i used to use other people for what I could use them for. And as soon as that time was out, now you're no good to me. Right. And that's literally, like I said, literally the exact opposite now. I try to, even even when it doesn't benefit me, I'm still involved. Because I think that I can help everybody.
0: Yeah. Uh, Simon Sinek talks about using people, uh, seeing people as an end or a means to an end rather than... Mm-hmm. Um, man, I forget exactly what it is. And, and yeah, an end of something. Yeah. 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 But, but you can't, you've got to treat every single person as, as an individual, as, as, as deserving, just as deserving of love as you are of yourself. You know, you can't treat them as like, oh, you're trying to get me. I'm trying to buy a Snickers bar and you are the person in my way trying to get me in the way of my Snickers bar, you know? Exactly. Can't treat, treat people like that. So, I mean, dude, yeah, you're, you're hugely on this positive thing now. Um, so so your jump from from back then to now when did that start? You're 28 now?
1: Yeah. Uh, man, it wasn't until last year. Yeah? Yeah, it Recently. took me dude, it took me so long.
0: Dude, that's around the same time when I started like getting better and like realizing Yeah. It, it took
1: me so long. I I had um some really 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 great people in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, a girl that I was with at the time that was it was on it was she was on this the same stuff, you know, like positive change your way of thinking, change your way of that. And I looked at it every single time as a challenge. Like you're challenging me. Like I'm like I'm a grown man. Don't you know? Don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like this. Don't talk to me like like. How are you gonna tell me I'm 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 messing up? Like I'm not. Like I'm you know. But she just wants better for she you. She wants better for me. And then uh, my mom has always been a positive reinforcement. When I was little, my mom used to tell me, "Nate, the glass is half full." I'm like, "Mom, I don't know. What are you? I don't know what you're talking about." Right. Like, what glass? There's no glasses. Like, there is no glasses.
0: You understand way later.
1: Oh, dude. From, I mean, my mom was telling me that it is as early as I could comprehend words. My mom was telling me that, and I never understood it. You know, Um, which my mom is like the prime reason and and for me to, of doing this because my mom grew up um, At by 16 was an orphan living in a car working uh how, like is my life that bad? Like no, right. absolutely not right like yeah, where, Where's the gratitude of it? Where's yeah. the gratitude of it? And I think my mom never turned to alcohol. She never turned to drugs. She just did what she had to do and I'm like, there's no way that I can, with the life I've, I had a great life. I mean, my, both my parents loved me. I never, you know, had any real trauma, like any traumatic, like huge experiences. And I'm like, how can I, how can I not keep going? You know, how can I not, how can I not have a different perspective of life when somebody that's so close to me struggled. Worked so hard. Worked so hard, struggled and hurt. Look at her attitude. I mean, my mom is like the most positive light of anybody that I know and just spread so much love, so much joy, like, you know, such an emotional creature. And I love that about her. And she always tried to instill that in me. And it was crazy. And I think everything happens for a reason, but I, if I could go back and if it was one thing and I, I hate to say the word regret, but I have to, right. My mom would look at me when I, I was so, I've always been so close with her. And during this time from dude, it was long, 19 to 26 was when i was really 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 like really bad and my mom would look at me and she would go nate that's not how i raised you hmm. like and that's not who you are like you're that's the what you're doing you're not supposed to be that man and and i'm like "Nah, nah, you know mm-hmm. like forget i don't need anybody i don't need don't this get like, it. i don't you don't get it you don't get what i'm going through right. You don't understand i don't i don't you know i don't need women i don't need feelings i don't need this i don't even need you and and i'm like dude what yeah
0: though
1: if there was one thing i could change it would be that right but if i didn't say that i feel so much more now like mm-hmm. i like I, i'm an emotional dude bro like things hit me oh, yeah things hit Absolutely. me and i'm like oh god you know mm-hmm. so if i think if i didn't go through all that i wouldn't be feeling the way that i feel now and so i think that i had to and i know that my mom loves me unconditionally and she'll always you know forgive me and i will right. never, you know but
0: and you're doing right by anything oh, you've ever done before yeah, you know that's exactly. all you can do you, you can't you get a time machine you don't yep. have one you yep. can't go back i'm just trying to, to move forward yeah just moving forward to your life, man, dude. It's so cool that you're such such a positive like in- influencer now. You know, that's all. It's cool. And, that's cool. And this is really be. cool. You know, you're starting like the more recently too. You're starting the whole YouTube thing too, like this. And I so. feel
1: like it's. I feel like it's necessary. Like I, I have always, always, always been into um helping people. Like, and I've always like you know. Let me like talk to me. You know, I love talking to people. My mom told me when I was seven years old she used to drop me off to get my hair cut every time she picked me up she would be like the lady would be like dude this kid is having a full-on conversation how old like how old is hey. he you know six seven years old yeah. like i'm talking to adults shaking people's hands like i've always had that gift of yeah. of connection yeah you got this down i've always had that gift of connection i can walk into any room and connect with any person and i i denied it for so i thought it was a weakness because i'm like hmm. why do i feel nobody else feels Everyone else is hard like everybody else is hard on the outside. Why do I feel especially in high school? I had I was so emotional and I was like putting on this, you know, this face and this mask of, you know I'm not like that. I'm big. I'm hard. I play sports, you know, I do this I do that The ego the the ego before was driving me to be a person that, that I didn't want to be right and And it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger so it, it was it was just, it was tough, but I, you know, I, I feel like I was not only, I felt like I had a gift, but I'm like, this ha- like I have to do this because the second that I realized that I, I some, I make money every once in a while with my camera, but the second that I've been ri- written a check or handed cash to make a video or to, you know, do some sort of video production mm-hmm. and with my camera, the feeling that I get from posting a free YouTube video is so much greater than money. Rush. It's a rush like somebody um, I had a friend text me the other day and was like telling me this long thing uh, And was like hey, you know, I ran into an old friend Who was on a rough path before uh, I was telling her about your videos and I had her follow you sure enough. I go on there I check this person follow me. I'm like Dude, I'm like about like my eyes are like Dude. I'm like, I'm that guy like I'm like and the fact that Someone thinks about me away from me, you know, and the fact that someone right. can be like, hey, you're going through a hard time. I got a guy mm. like the fact that I right. got a guy and that's me.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. Bro, that's that's unbelievable. You can mind every day. Yeah. Be like, hey, why should I get up today? It's because somebody might need me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, you know, sometimes, you know, we want to give ourselves more than that. But some days we can't. Yeah. And it's okay to yeah, just give I have yourself up. Uh, someone else needs me today. That's okay.
1: Exactly. Uh, yeah. I have this thing that um, I say that I can be the proof. And um, I, I it's like it's like a, every, I got all these hashtags, every single hashtag, I hashtag the same exact thing every time because they all are close to me. it's something that I have came up with that I live by. And it's like that you can be the proof is like you can show people that it's possible to do whatever you want to do yeah. in your lane. You're making a podcast, right? You know, right. you do music like the motivation is there knowing the fact that there's a kid that might be wanting to give up on his music. And when he see yours, mm-hmm. he might right. not. Like, right. there's a kid out there that's like, I really want to record a podcast, but I absolutely hate my voice. How am I going to right. do it? Or I do the same, I he, the same thing. He might look at you and yeah. Jake, you're the proof. Now you're the proof that somebody else can do it. And yeah. so that's what I think when someone needs you, I think that's where that comes from. For right. me is like, yo, I can be the guy. I didn't finish my, a book from cover to cover until two weeks ago. I'm 28 years old.
0: What? Dude. Two weeks ago. Yeah. What, what was the book that you just finished? That?
1: Uh, it was called "The Power of Your Potential" by John Maxwell. Okay. It was incredible. Oh, I've it was heard an inc- of John Wyatt Maxwell. Dude, he's it's he's an incredible, incredible okay. author. Well, he's all about uh, leadership. Uh, it was about basically crushing limitations. Like, exer- there's so there was exercises in the book which I really like, because it was one of those books where it's not a story. It's it's yes, it's self development, but it's informational. I could close it, not read it for five days, pick it up start from right. the chapter and there was a little, you know what I'm saying? So it was yeah, it's not
0: like, like, Oh, who are the characters? What am I? like? Exactly. So,
1: um, it wasn't like I was following like an autobiography or something like that I mean, or like, Oh, like, this is a motivational yeah. book. But this book was like, it was, it was so, it was so great. And I, I was just so into it. And I was like, I figured out why I never read a book because I didn't care about what any of these other books were telling me. Right. And so that, when I shut that book, I was like, dude, it doesn't matter if people barely graduate. Like it doesn't matter if people don't read, like yeah. you can still be something like I can show people that, dude, I mean, dude, I barely graduated. Yeah. barely but just by the hair. And and it was only because my girlfriend at the time did my senior project. Oh yeah. Hey. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Good looks. <laughs> and if I, w- you know, because I, I didn't put in the work and I was like, no, I can't, you know, I'm not going to do that, you know? And so I go in, and then i've got you know no no formal education at all i mean i i go to college but i'm you know i'm barely making i'm getting c minuses in every class right. that doesn't mean anything i can I, you know i can show people that if you grind it out and you follow your dreams like you can do whatever you want like who, who ever thought a guy that was embarrassed about who he was can stand in front of a camera and tell people about his struggles you know or, or, right. or you can be
0: the proof yeah dude and you could flip who you used to be too flip that it. quick yeah and you, you could say like I want to be this person, but I'm just not that person. Well, the thing is, if you want to be that person, you can work to be that you person. You are that person already. Yeah, you are, you yeah. are them. Yeah, that's, you got to wake up every day with, we were talking about earlier, you mentioned um, uh, you lean over to the left, you lean over to the right yeah. the side of the bed. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, Choosing what yep. side of the wolf yeah, you yeah. feed, you know. Exactly, you yeah. Gotta, every morning when I wake up, um, well, yeah, pretty much every morning for the last year, I get up out of bed and I go like this, I put my foot on the floor and I go, let's get this bread. Yep. And it's this dorky ass thing that I started doing to make Shaylee laugh and now I do it when she's not next to me And it gets me and it reminds me like what am I who am I today? You know, who, like what beast am I feeding today? Dude, so. Morning routine is so important. Morning routine. Dude. All right. Let's talk about morning, morning routine. routine. What's your morning it's routine? A, routine uh,
1: so I don't have a specific time that I wake up because I Was so exhausted for so long. I physically push myself. I ride I go to the gym um, last year, I was working two jobs. I was working sixty hours a week. I was three days a week. I was getting up at three thirty to go to the gym. I just pushed myself to the point of exhaustion, and I I was, I was losing. Like I was. I was working this, you know, job and I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't focus while I was sitting at my computer. I was working behind a bar after that. I couldn't, I couldn't keep track of what was going on. I was
0: And you were still fit through all this too. Thank you still. And
1: that's what I was about to touch on is that I, I literally, what I was trying to do was, was going backwards. Like I was trying to do, I was trying to get lean and I was getting soft. Like I was trying to gain size and I was getting smooth. Dude, sleep is so important. My body was screaming at me. I, um, I feel like there's obviously a reason for it, and I haven't figured that out. But I feel like everybody holds stress, you know, in a certain way. I hold it in my forearms. I would wake mm-hmm. up and I couldn't open and close my hands. Oh wow, dude! I I carried icy hot in my pocket all day. I you would just rub icy hot. flamed in the morning, dude. Like just... yeah, unbelievable. And I I ignored mm-hmm. it. Of course, I ignored it. You know, I was riding, using a mouse, and picking up bottles. You know, and pouring drinks. And dude, I got to the point I could barely hold a bottle in my hand.
0: You got to wonder like our stress, like it's like it comes for the things that we know. It's like, Hey, I know you need your it, forearms. I know you need yeah. those fingers, man. It's it, coming. Like, yeah. a, let me ruin your route life. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> let me just tinkle uh, a little bit yeah. of pain on you. every exactly. morning. I, f- I feel
1: like your body will talk to you and tell you what it yeah. needs. It's, and it's 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 was symptom, telling, right? it was telling me that I needed to rest. And so now right. I, I really, I really, really, really try to get rest. Like I, right. I'm a go, go, go kind of guy. I can't, I can't ever sit still, but I, as of like a few days ago, I'm really prioritizing sleep. So Mm. sometimes I'll be up until three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning cutting a YouTube video. And if I do, I sleep, you know, until eight. If I can get a decent amount of sleep, I'll get up at four or five. I just, it's so important to me. I'll get up right after I get out of bed. The first thing I do every single day is make my bed right away. Love it. Yeah. The first accomplishment of the day, right? Yeah. The first W of the day. Yep. I make Start my bed. Win. Yep. I, I get up out of bed. As soon as I get up, I make my bed. I go over to my, uh, have a little bookshelf and there's a book um, that I read daily messages. There's a uh, daily message for every single day. I read that. Um, gets It just gets me going, man. Mm-hmm. It gets me. It's like the first thing, if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is grab your phone. Oof. Oh, dude it's ruined my mm. day so many times the first thing i'd do if i see a negative you know that's the first thing that happens in your morning yep.
0: your day is shot yeah dude you, you put yourself in a, in a place of like fighting things that you didn't know you were fighting. You, yes. Instead of like, All right, what do I want to do today? Who do Subconsciously, I want to be today? Yeah, yeah, You're already like, no, you know who you are today? is you're a Democrat you're because you got on Facebook s- and someone, someone said something about the Republicans. And they like, chose it for you.
1: Yeah. They chose who you are going to be for the day for yeah. you. Yeah.
0: It's, it's not fair. Don't let don't let your phone or social media take that shit from you, yes. man. Start your day. At least just wake up, you know, and and just give yourself 20 minutes. Stretch, get some coffee, do something. Give yourself Big, 20 minutes. Just huge. don't lay in bed.
1: huge on your phone i've been um trying to stay off my phone for around two hours after i get up mm, completely that's, that's good. Yeah. completely um i will get on after i read my little morning message i will get on youtube and i'll listen to like podcasts or like an inspirational um, speech but i don't get on social media i don't respond to texts or phone calls so it's that's been good. helping me a you're lot. unavailable in the it's morning been, dude, dude, that
0: is so okay that's another thing that's kind of hard for us to like Work with, but as we've now had a few years with social media, we've had a few years in this like technology thing, we're Mm -hmm. settling in, Mm -hmm. we're going for what's next. We can now be like, All right, it's okay to not be available at all times. That's something this last year that my friends have been so great with me about. I was so nervous that they were going to hate me and not be my friend because I couldn't respond to their texts all the time. But I've like gone days where I'm like, I'm not touching my phone all day because I'm just trying to work and be in my own mind today. I'm trying to heal some things, and it's just super okay. So, you, um, I don't want to skip over your morning no, routine. absolutely. So, so you don't jump on your phone no matter what. Difference. It's a new thing. Yeah. So, so every,
1: thing. every once in a while I'll, I'll break, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh God, I better, it's a work, work text or a work call. I better right, grab that. Right. Um, but my we'll goal, trying. my goal is, is two hours. Yeah. Is, is after I open my eyes, no social media, no call, no text. Like I said, if it's something where I see, see a word where it looks like it's an emergency, I'll, I'll get it. But yeah. I think it's so important because I think we're so addicted to our phones. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, it's, I think my phone right now is my biggest weakness still at this point. And I'm not afraid to, to be vulnerable about that. I mean, all of sudden, yeah. i yeah. dude, I'll walk around, pull out my phone. Like if I'm like, I go from my car to the, to like inside the gas yeah. station, my phone's in my hand. I'm yeah, like, why, why, why?
0: Dude, I'll, I'll be, I'll walk outside to go like feed the squirrels really quick you got your for phone. four minutes. And I'm like, I need to listen to on Watts for four minutes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or dude, I was thinking the other day, I was talking to somebody. I'm like Yo, what did we used to do in the car? Like, when we didn't have our phone. Like, when we were young. Looking what did you life. do?
0: Yeah, like, what did you do? It's <laughs> crazy. Well, you know, it, it is something that I always think of, like, what is history going to say in 100 years from now? And I'm always going to say, like, it was so abrupt, like the iPhone and social media, it all just happened so fast. Mm-hmm. There's This is going to be like a fucking, on a graph of timeline, like, history for oh. humans. This is going to be like a blip of, like, we used to do this, and now we fucking do this. Two it years later, it completely you changed. Know? Yeah, like it's and it's something that is like we got caught up with this excitement, you know. But it's it, it took it took a lot of people's egos and like mm-hmm. ripped them fucking right to the surface. And I think yeah, I think I think the
1: cell phone too is kind of like the wolf that we're talking about. The what are you going to decide mm-hmm. to be one thing or the, the other? Wolf. It, we are in a world right now where technology is amazing, right. and we use it for the most negative things. Mm -hmm. Technology creates more sadness, depression, all that kind of stuff. than it creates happiness and money and jobs, right? If, if you have a cell phone right now in 2019, you can be a millionaire, but we're all addicted to the negative, which mm-hmm. like I, I battle that totally I'm with hundred percent. Totally. I battled it
0: I'm back on social media right now. Like because I'm like, oh, I'm releasing my podcast Yeah, but I also know that I'm like, hey, hey, yeah, give me likes give me likes like man my dope for me I'm just like, please give me likes, dude. It's, it's crazy, crazy. man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, um, you, you got to be aware of this. It's crap.
1: that that approval. Yeah, like that mm-hmm. I'm doing something That I love mm-hmm. I hope you like it right And it's 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 a beast
0: in itself. It's a beast in itself. I find it's not why you're posting that thing. It's not what you're supposed. You listen to Eric Thomas. He's a motivational speaker. Um, I yes, he's always clipped in with like the morning motivational. He's he's my Michael Jordan. Oh no,
1: okay. I dude, I searched for my Michael Jordan my whole life. I'm like, who's my Michael Jordan? I don't even. You know, I I like sports, but I don't like like who's my Michael Jordan? This guy's he's my Michael Jordan. Uh, I was listening to a podcast of his, and he was saying, uh, stop scoreboard watching. Play the game. Right. Don't post the video and refresh, refresh, refresh. I, I used to do that when I posted my first video. Dude, every five seconds, refresh. One more view, mm-hmm. one more view, mm-hmm. one more view. If I stop and I wait a week and then I go look at it, I'm going to have as many views as I'm going to have. And I'm not going to be anxious and have anxiety. Whether you while thought it's about it on. once in between too. Exactly. Instead of obsessing. Yeah. Obsessing. Yeah, it was a cool little thing. It hit me. I yeah, love like analogies that. like that. Like I was like, whoa. Sometimes they can be so profound. You're
0: like, oh I shoot, I needed to hear that. Like, what am I doing? What the heck? Exactly. Man? As I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, you will do <laughs> and I'm still doing it too. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm aware of like my own excuses to myself and my own justifications. But I I was off social media for about a year. Okay. And I was doing I mean I'm That's a long time. Yeah. I did three months once. Yeah, bro, and it 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 seems like it's crazy because my life flipped, right? Mm-hmm. And I go back to social media, and there's a lot of things that I do still love, mm. like I like, like there's a lot of things that I'm like, oh, that's still super cool. There's a lot of things that have like changed even, yeah. Um, but I'm kind of trying to watch myself, like yes. let's just let myself rip and just see what the beast is doing. Like I'm like up here observing myself on social media, right? Oh, I like and, it. And and it's like it's strange, man. It's uh, it's uh, it, we can edit this out if it's not part of your thing. But like I'm doing no fap too. Okay. And so just trying not to masturbate okay. and just like trying to make it to where and the reason for that is as simple as when an urge comes up that's like say the wrong beast. Yeah, I say you can suppress it. I say no, that ain't me today. The mind yeah. suppressing it. And I, so it's, I, it's a little win. It's wins You know, it's crazy that yeah.
1: you say that um, I'm actually on a little celibate kick right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you sex, notice
0: different cognitive differences? Sex
1: drove my life for so long. Mm-hmm. All I ever wanted to do. Was conquer, conquer, conquer. Right. If I can meet you and get you as a woman in your most vulnerable state, right? Feeding you bullshit, I'm powerful. Is that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Um, that's how I thought. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I am who I am. And and what was crazy is I finally realized now that I you don't realize things until you step away. Mm-hmm. So once I got out of my last uh, relationship, I decided that I was going to be celibate until I was going to really, really, really be with somebody. I was not going to have casual sex, yeah, I which I it's been almost four months now with, right now. with you know, no sex, no sexual contact at all. Right. So, you know, I stepped back from these things and I was like, yo, what? And I really love now analyzing myself, even the hard, even the hardest things, mm-hmm. even the things that people are like, I would never say those things about myself those are the things you have to say i was i was a monster mm-hmm. i was an absolute monster yeah. i was destroying every person that i came in contact with as a woman in my path and i sat back and as i'm you know in my celibacy i was like dude you had this gift the whole time and you were using it for the wrong thing right. i had a gif- energy i had else. a gift of connecting to emotion Mm. That's how I got mm. what I wanted. I had a gift right. of letting people feel me and feel my energy and get you know and using it in a negative way. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, this is a new thing. Like I just, you know, came on this, you know, thing where I'm talking to people and helping No, I was always doing that. I always possessed this gift, but the other beast used it.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, it's your intelligence like was like so tricks small. you and sa- well no it like tricks you it's almost your intelligence is good it's yeah. almost your intelligence yep. is like yeah. being it's like jafar is yeah, your intelligence yeah yeah and he's like uh, he's got your fucking land yeah it's, an, it's,
1: it's like it's like the the devil and the angel on one on each side it's like okay this is who you are mm-hmm. I di- but I di- I didn't even know but you don't realize it That's I like had no idea power. I was like I was like I, I was like I'm good with women like okay right like there's a lot of other people that are too but I had no idea the extent of how deep that I could go with, I call it now a gift, but before, you know, I was using it in the wrong course, way. So I don't right. know what to call it for then. But I mean, I have people that I have tried to reach out to, to apologize. Cause I, I, I really feel that I, I, I put people through a lot of stuff and I've tried right. to apologize to a few of my exes and some of them are like, you know, really grateful for the apology. They moved on with their lives and it's been five, six, seven years for some people and some of them still haven't. Right. I would like leave me alone. You ruined my life, and yeah. I'm like, That's I had that to live with, that sense. big of an impact, yeah. in the wrong way. Yeah. And and now you know I could let it be like a cloud over me, and and I could use it, you know, as a crutch and and make excuses. But now I'm like, in a positive way. Imagine what I can do. Yeah. Imagine right. what I can do. Imagine how I can make you feel like given my mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. Imagine how I can help you with your life. And I think. I'm trying to figure out a different word than motivational speaker. Cause I want to mm-hmm. help people. Success is not what's important to me. And I think a lot of people think that, um, well, if you're a motivational speaker, you need to be successful. I want to get people out of their holes. Right. That's all I want. Right. Like I want to get people, I want to change their perspectives. Right. I want to get people out of their holes. I want to get people feeling positive. That's what I want. I don't, I don't, care about money I don't care about materials I don't care about anything yeah, about that Like,
0: let's see if I can get on the biggest stage I want to one day perform at this place like no
1: yes and like I that. but I think I think that's part of my journey still I really do yeah, I think I that, that if I can hone in my craft and I can hone my gift I think that without trying I think that will happen for me I really yeah, do dude, I I'm a firm believer on on there. there is no limit I mean everything that I've ever wanted to do that I have really really set my mind I've done so why can't I do something big?
0: Well, okay, so let's, you know, we we were kind of talking earlier about, you know, schools mm-hmm. uh you know eventually you know maybe even like small companies like if you want to yeah. come talk like whatever like are you open to any listeners if they want like a speaker 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah. percent. no charge get me in there yeah bro yeah all right cool yeah, yeah. yeah. if you guys need a speaker uh, maybe just reach out if they yes. have a specific subject that you may know yeah, about absolutely. just check out his, his, yeah his, what's your let's plug my, you so we don't my forget youtube later is too. nasty nate Nate. my nasty nasty.
1: instagram is at nasty nate underscore junior yep. okay look me up on facebook at nasty nate underscore junior
0: yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's get you on some stage. Yes. Let's get you I saying some stuff, that. dude. I and that. I want to, you know, obviously like throughout our life, if like this is going to be a dope positive connection. Oh, we got going on here. Yeah, absolutely. I've, like so, so we can get you on here once in a while. If you got some messages, love it, I'm dude. sure you're going to be yeah. <laughs> doing more. Um, so I wanna I actually do want to talk about motorcycles. So okay. I actually, uh, probably didn't know. I grew up around motorcycles. My parents were in, um, it was the Cowlitz County Abate. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know anything, but it was like uh-huh. more of like the Harley world. Okay. Um, But like, so when I was younger, I was like on the back of motorcycles all the time. Um, It was like my whole life. Yeah, A lot of my family, it still is a lot of their life. But it's funny. Not funny. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. I've never been like a daredevil type. And so I thought that that was like, why i i was like mm, like bikes are cool but i'm not like i was never jumped into them for exactly, some reason like, okay. it was but it was kind of me veering away from my family so mm-hmm. it was like anything to do with them absolutely so it was kind of an actual thing and so more recently i'm like man there's a lot of things that are beautiful that i'm not yeah. seeing as beautiful mm-hmm. because i threw them into a pot in a weird of way of things that yeah. were
1: uh connection to a negative
0: yeah so so i and i was thinking about it um just yesterday i was thinking about it with mathematics i actually have like a weird i think mathematics are like like how things always work out it's so yeah. fascinating uh-huh. and it's it's the mo- it's so beautiful i don't understand how it's beautiful because i don't know mathematics yeah so i'm on a quest like i have like people who are like mathematician friends who i want on here because i want to understand how oh, yeah. math is beautiful yeah. so from someone who has never let, let's say that like i've really never felt like the the oneness of me riding alone okay. on an on open highway like okay. like how is riding a motorcycle beautiful
1: oh, dude for me um I like I said, I think with the way society is, the way that we're we're put on this train, right? Like when you grow up, unless you have, you know, a, a, you know, a difficult life or or your parents, you know, push you in a different direction. Generally, most kids are put on a train to all go the same way. You're supposed to go to school, right? You know, you go you go to school, you do this, you do that. You know, I feel like there's a mold, right? I never fit in that mold. Like I, I, I found my whole life, I never fit in this mold. And instead of it capitalizing on it, cause I'm like, I should have been like, yo, this is great. I'm not like everybody else. But instead I thought I was a failure. I was like, you know, I was, I was okay at, at, I wouldn't, I'm really hard on myself. So I would say I was, oh, I was decently skilled in sports. I just worked really hard. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it wasn't the actual sport. It was that I wanted to succeed. The fact that I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to be good at something. So right, right. if I work my ass off, which I've always done and everything that I've ever wanted, I worked my ass off. Like I made sure that I was working the hardest or I was working with the people that were working the hardest. So if I had this, you know, accomplishment, I would feel good. Even when I had the accomplishment, I was just like, oh. You know, whatever at school. Same thing. I was, you know, my parents are like, you know, if you try, you can get get great. Then I'm like, you know, whatever. Like I would get I would like, oh, I get like a B from, a, you know, from an F. I I'd get a B and I'm like, all right, well, now what? You know, where is the feel good? Yeah, where is the feel good? I could never focus. That's why, like I was saying, I never read a book. Dude, Mm -hmm. I can never focus on one thing. The day that I got on the bike was the first time in my life that I've ever been fully 100 percent present. 100%. 100%. I'm not thinking about anything else other than the bike. Like how it sounds, how it feels, everything about it. It's the one thing that has makes my mind blank.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think what's beautiful about it is that the I'm not like a uh, an open highway kind of rider like I like to I ride wheelies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and as and step as, step and step as, as sure. reckless as what I do is and the fact that so much could go wrong, that thought never crosses my mind not once. Like I never think about what can go wrong. I just think I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Like and every single time I pick the front wheel up, it feels like the first time. And I'm like, never, never, never do I get a, an off thought. And when I do, because I have, is when I is when I mess up, is when I go down. is when you know something and I'm like whoa and it's a wake-up call it's like I feel like it's teaching me so much about life like if you want to be good at something if you want something to live like I want my riding and my skill to live I have to be present with it and I have to give it what it needs and so right now when I'm in a wheelie it needs my focus you know and I think I can if I can take that everywhere if I can take that everywhere Mm. with me like I don't know but like I said, first time that I've ever been fully, fully, fully present is when the front wheel's in the air and nothing else has crossed my mind. And it was the greatest feeling.
0: Dang. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to, cause I, you know, I, I have ridden motorcycles mm-hmm. like since, since I was like, what, you know, littler and I do, I don't know. I, I've gotten the enjoyment of the, the, the fast uh, snowboarding. Mm-hmm. So okay. like snowboarding, like just by myself, mm-hmm. I get it there. But there's something about bike that I still want. But like, yeah. obviously, hearing you talk about it, I get it. Like, I feel like when you said, it's like when the moment I felt present, it's yes. like, oh, I was like, that's what it is. Yeah. Like that's that's, that's everybody what everybody has, like, something. But like, what it is, is as a human, like, I think we're able to just mine all these crazy things and mm-hmm. you could have more than one something. Like, yeah. you could, you know, maybe like in six years, it's rock climbing or something for exactly, you. Know I exactly. Mean? Yeah. And just discovering those things, like, because when it clicks, you know, for me, Music, like mm-hmm. obviously, that was my thing, yep. and that's what it was. I didn't, re- I couldn't explain it that way at that at that time mm-hmm. when I first. But started that's, what it, but that's, but that's what, what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, I, I was like an hour go by, and I'm like, what the, that felt? What happened? Like that was cool. Yeah, it's
1: like, it's not until you, I uh, feel like you get a little more mentally mature that you can actually explain it. Because if you would have asked me when I first started at 19, I would have said, I love the adrenaline. You know, mm-hmm. I love the adrenaline, but the adrenaline comes from the concentration and the concentration comes from being present. So okay. I think that's what really, really drives me. And to keep doing it, is that well,
0: And it's not what you do. Isn't just showing off because you, what you do takes a lot of practice. Yes. So like the hours and hours and the pains and the pains, and then probably the money that you have to spend, I imagine on like wheels and, or and parts. So or. The, the thing that I love most about stunt writing, and I think the thing that
1: has drawn me so much to it is the culture. Like there, don't get me wrong. There's there's a pretty big handful of people that get paid for what they do. But I would say with all stunt riders, about 90 percent don't make a dime ever off any kind of money off stunt riding. So when you can have a sport where dudes are flipping their bikes down the freeway right. and getting back up and getting back on it for not a dime, but because they love it. I mean where can you get that I always yeah. use this analogy like you, you really can't work? you can't go to the local YMCA and play basketball without somebody talking shit to you that's a nobody but you can go on the biggest in the biggest stage I I've, I've rode with guys that when I first when I first bought a motorcycle I literally typed in how to wheelie like I was watching right. dudes making videos learning how to wheelie I rode with those guys I rode at their facilities I've been on their rides I've been in their YouTube videos like where can you do that kids are looking up to LeBron. They're not going to play basketball with LeBron. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that these guys are my heroes but I'm saying these are the dudes that I looked up to. The pioneers to my game. Mm -hmm. And they let you right in. And just they know because I earned my way in and they know what it takes. When you are good at this sport as long as you're not a piece of shit you get respect. Because it the injury, the time, the money, the difficulty all the things like you don't even, if I know, if I know, if I look at somebody, and I'm, they're good respect right away. Cause I know what I've been through and everybody else knows what they've been through. They have their own struggles. Some people, you know, some people are just naturally gifted. I know dudes that, you know, I've had very few crashes and then just kill it and do tricks that nobody else can do. And I know other dudes that, you know, have been ran over by cars and I know other dudes that, you know what I mean, have had broken bones, bone after bone, after bone. And so when you're good, the it's the respect is there, and that's why even the dudes that get paid for it still ride with the dudes that don't when they're good because of the respect.
0: And and it's still a culture. It still like has a family vibe. Yes, to it. yeah. It yeah. There's like I mean you
1: know every 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 group thing has its beef and every group thing has its bullshit. But uh, right. I would like to say that it's it's a good culture. I really yeah. do. I think there's a solid solid. A good solid group of dudes that ride that I that I enjoy riding with and dudes that are on a similar positive train as me and um, trying to you know not only better themselves on the bike but off the bike too because I think mm-hmm. that's really important I think I got better riding when I got better off the bike I really do Oh, uh-huh, dude yeah cuz my that, that's how life works I yeah <laughs> it really is crazy I used to get um, I used to get like performance anxiety like I would When I first started riding, I had no fear. Like, you know, I'm 19, 20, 21 years old. I'm like, what's the worst going to happen? I can, like, break, you know, break my neck, like, whatever. Yeah. And um, as I started to get older a little bit, um, like, I think it was last year when I had this, you know, I had a great job. I had a big house I was living in. I had, you know, a girl, and we were, you know, we were getting married. And I I feel like I I started thinking while I was riding, and that really bothered me, and that bothered me. Can't be present if you're thinking about the future. Exactly. So the second I started doing that, I started crashing. I started.
0: You th- had you had a bad a bad crash. Yes, right? a bad one. Well, you, you want to touch on that?
1: 2015. I'm dude. I'm an all-out guy. Like if no. I'm if I do it, no. I'm doing it. Yeah. I was working at Nike at the time uh, at the downtown Nike store. My friend called me and was like, "Hey, we're going to Fresno tomorrow. You in or not?" I'm like, "Bet." I called out. I left work that day I said I was sick left work called out the next day um took literally all the money I had to the penny spent it to go on this trip we get there, locals show up they're like yo the cops are crazy here like whatever you do just be careful because when you go to a stunt ride like you unload your bike and that's your means of transportation like you don't really right. drive around because we all you know We all haul our bikes if there's six dudes in a car and we got six bikes. We're not taking one car. We're taking six bikes Locals are like cops are crazy. We're like, all right, whatever, you know, we're from yeah. Washington. We're yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. from Washington, right? so we put the bikes in the street we and we're doing what we do and Everybody wheelies. We're out of town. Everyone's wheeling all the time because it's not, it's not our, you know, it's not our town. You guys
0: have helmets on too? Right? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: hundred um, percent. And we're not but five minutes into this ride and like here come the cops. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the first ride I've ever been on, like big group ride. And so I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. He's right behind me. wants me because I put it down last. So I take off by myself. Big mistake. You always stay with the group. Always, mm-hmm. always. You just clump together, stay with the group. I take off by myself going down the freeway, get off off ramp. There's a cop waiting there. I jump the curb next street. There's a cop waiting there. I, I go down this side street. I'm I'm doing 90 in a 40 jumping these big speed bumps on a street bike dude it was insane get to the end of this long road there's another cop waiting there and then i turn and i'm like okay if i can beat this light i should be cool i didn't know there's a helicopter above me but um yeah so i'm like if i can beat this light i'll be good right so i'm like going light turns yellow light turns red and i'm coming through the intersection and in, you know how it is in Cali. It's not Washington. Like people are in, yeah, go, people are, going, in, in, are in a hurry. There was a light going. Exactly. So as soon as it turned red, this person went, yeah. and I smashed into the car. I think the higher power, whoever it is, the, the the universe, God, whoever it may be, I don't know yet, that I didn't hurt the person in the car, because no, that would have that would have yeah. that would have ruin me uh yeah, i hit I the very front of the car by the headlights kind of like tipped off ended up smashing into a curb and just tumbling i was going like any i know i was going 90 before i got to the light i don't rem. i don't know if i hit the brakes i'm sure i did it's a it's a natural reaction yeah so any anywhere fresh. from yeah anywhere from 60 to you know yeah. up and i just tumbled and tumbled and tumbled and tumbled and it felt like everything was like as fast as I was going, I felt like everything was moving slow. And the only thought that popped into my head is, I was like, "Dude, when you're done rolling, you might be dead." Like, I don't know. If, like, like Whoa, a roll, like a, so crazy, dude. To like a ragdoll, like a ragdoll. It was a
0: hundred feet. Did you feel like you? So like you didn't even feel like you can do anything. Like no, slow your I couldn't. Roll. I couldn't stop. Did you feel like you controlled your crash at all? Because I know that nope. that's you know nothing. Nope. You didn't nope. get any. Of nothing. Through from it. I was a
1: hundred feet away from my bike, and the bike was fifty feet away from the curb that I hit. So, um the next thing I know I'm like I'm laying there they they got me they got me in handcuffs they stick they put me on a stretcher put you know take me in the hospital dude,
0: handcuffs ouch yeah in that situation <sighs> I mean when you run running from the cops dude. yeah <laughs> you're at they, Atlanta, they, in and it's
1: funny because they they were like it's not funny I won't say that yeah why you like why, why are you running why are you running you got a gun you know you got priors Blah blah. blah. Mm. I was like I'm from Washington and I didn't want you to take my bike and they were
0: like a dude would have gave you a ticket what? and I'm like wait hold up is is the law are the laws different I'm, I'm familiar no um, but
1: the fact that I went they just they have so much more to worry about right. especially in Cali here oh, they're more serious here you run here. from the cops here they're taking you to jail yeah generally in Cali if you're doing a wheelie and you set it down they usually will let you skate if they got something else to do if they got yeah. time they'll you know they'll make your of life course. hell it's Situational. it's yeah. situational so they take me to the hospital I'm handcuffed to the to the chair, dude. I got two broken hands. I tore ligaments in my ankle. My ankle is like not broken, but it's just hanging because all the ligaments are torn. You know, yeah. um, left hip ligaments torn in the left hip in the groin um, leg. Dude, I can't feel my leg. And, I, and the dude comes over and the nurse. He's like, he's like, dude, you all right. I had road rash from my hip all the way up to my armpit on my left side, all over the front of me from grass. So that's how fast I was I was rolling no it was case. from grass. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, imagine if it was cement. I mean, Done. thank goodness.
1: Uh, I was lucky. Um, yeah. And dude is like, yo, are you good? And I'm like, where's my bike? And he's like, what? And I'm like, dude, where's my bike? Like, I got to go. Like, we got to, like, someone's got to get my bike. Like, the cops are going to take it. I'm in shock, obviously, Right. you know, so one thing you're like. Yeah. Oh, sorry. One track mine on that. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, dude, we don't even know if you're like internally bleeding or not. He's like, don't worry about your bike. My girl comes in there screaming right at the the girl at the time comes in screaming and she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, obviously I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not dying. You know, we know that. But of course she was panicked. But I just was like, just tell me I'm going to be able to ride again. Please, please tell me I'm going to be able to ride. And she was she panicked she was young so i don't you know it's a panic situation she didn't know yeah, what I mean, to do i'm sure but. you
0: didn't look too great to, to
1: no yeah. yeah um they put me full through a full body scan dude no neck injuries no back injuries i mean my back was a little crooked but nothing broken um took me out as soon as i got out of the full body scan if you're not dying they'll take you to jail took me to jail i was in the i was in a holding cell for like a day and a half they finally got me in the medical wing, and the nurses were like, We can't take care of you. You need to be in a hospital. Like, you are far too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, get transported back. Yeah. So, my, uh, thank God I have a supportive family. My dad, um, flew down to Fresno and bailed me out. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. It was, dude, i like, I have so much gratitude, bro, because I was so hurt in there. I couldn't, the biggest, biggest, mental like struggle i've ever been in in my life like i was in a wheelchair can't move one leg the other foot is just like dude like like i said like kind of like hanging off they didn't clean my road rash in the hospital so i was turning green and it was starting to smell and getting infected no thanks i had two two broken hands and i dude i was getting to the point where i like if i didn't stand up and like I was using the phone cord in my in my holding cell to pull myself up on my broken hand Ugh. to use the bathroom or I was gonna have to piss on myself That's terrible but now uh, it's crazy because I just dropped this video today shameless plug uh, about, no about, that, uh, in the about about that um, about remembering that that time and like when I have times that I can't get out of bed and I'm like dude Right. You had two broken hands, all these injuries. You flew 150 feet on a bike, and you can't get out of bed. Yeah, and you picked yourself up with a phone cord. Hell yeah! Come on, bro. Yeah, you, you must can... have forgot. Yeah, you must have forgot. You got this. You got. You're in this. control of this body. You're here. in control. You're yeah. in control. And if you want to do it, you can. If you yeah. don't, and that's as funny is that I always tell myself like, if you don't want to do it, then don't say you do. Like you don't have to be a motivational speaker. You don't have to want to inspire the world, but in doing that, it comes great responsibility. And that means you got to get out of bed. You got to get out of bed. You got to step into that light. You got to step into that. And I think there's big shoes to fill in whatever that is. and. I, I always tell myself, I'm like, dude, if you don't
0: want it, stop saying you do. Right. If you want it, then do something about but, it. But that's the thing. If there's, you know, there's this, because there's a lot of other people just like you and I who have this like little voice that's like, bro, you got to be doing this. Like you or, have or to. You, or it's a happening, right? But you still don't think that it's you. Exactly. Like me, like I would, you know, post something on Facebook and it's like, yeah, you know, that was heartfelt and it would be like true, but it would, it, I wouldn't want to go much more than that. Cause I'm like, who am I to tell anybody what to do? Who am I to give advice or like, oh my I dude. would look at my faults and be like, dude, I suck. Like, obviously I don't know what the hell I'm talking about cause I suck and you know, all these things you gotta, you gotta step into. I have those doubts all the
1: time. Yeah. Like I think the second that I can have those doubts and I can personally get rid of them is the, is the, is the moment when I'm really just gonna start killing it like absolutely yeah. just murdering it because what steps me out of there is the times like i said when people will call me and say hey you know i just showed so-and-so your video i'm like yo that's why you doing it yeah. like i have you know a few people i have probably like 10 people that are consistently every single time i post they share it every single time i post they message me yo that message was even better than the last right. one like you know and I, honestly it's probably more than 10 which is which is awesome to say yeah. but I feel like I'm not going to reach my full potential until I don't need that. And I think Mm. because it's still a form of somewhat instant gratification, I wouldn't say instant, but it's an affirmation of you're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Keep going. I have to keep going regardless.
0: I, I, I I do the same thing because I get people who message me too and say the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like I've, I've, I've legitimately saved multiple lives and people have told me that what I've said has saved my lives. Even even after the moment, even like those random phone calls that I happen to be the one who answered. Yes. um, And it's, it's like, whoa, it's like a shaky thing. It's like, whoa, like that, that was me. But, but stepping into those is like this whole, this whole thing, you, you got to take responsibility for it. So it's like when you have that, when you have that voice that tells you that you should be doing it anyway, your life, doesn't get better when you ignore that voice. When you try to no. like drown it out oh, yeah. with the other wolf, uh-huh. it just doesn't get any better.
1: I've, and you know what's crazy is like sometimes I'm like, whoa, like, do I want that? Like that's huge. Like you're almost putting someone else's life in your hands, right? And and that's like I said, with with that greatness comes responsibility, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're not sure if you can handle that responsibility, right? Like. What if someone's looking forward to something I have to say and I, you know, and I say it the wrong way or I, and that's where I, we talked about earlier about, you know, ignoring, you know, the voices in your head because it's like, just do it, just put it out. And I feel like the authenticity is what is necessary Mm -hmm. because if I'm not authentic, if I'm not. I might speak something the wrong way or I might not get my message across the way I wanted to get across. And then, you know, I then I regret it. Then, you know, then this and there's more voices, more voices, more voices like. But if you're just a 100 percent present, like, you know, like we talked about a 100 percent authentic, I feel like you can't go wrong because yeah. the people that need to hear you somehow will hear you. And I don't mean that in like a. They're gonna watch your video away. I mean that, like, they're gonna really feel it. Like, because there's a difference between listening,
0: there's a difference between listening to something and hearing something, hearing it. Dude, that, that's one thing that like as i've been listening to more youtube videos and lectures and mm-hmm. like reading audiobooks and mm-hmm. stuff the amount of times that i rewind that thing thing because i'm like man i heard that but, but like, you didn't i didn't listen hear it. or yeah yeah or like you, you know, I to listen to it, that but, but you didn't, didn't hear that hear it. but there was something in me that's like that was a ridiculous and profound thing to hear you need to hear that twice right oh, now, dude. you know or now highlighted or something too and it's
1: it's crazy because sometimes i feel like that that statement that people always say is like less is more is so true Mm-hmm. like i have like i'll read like a uh, like a two word quote and i'm like whoa right what in the hell or you know or someone will say something that's like so simple like that eric thomas thing you know that was like you know uh just play the game don't look at the scoreboard and i was like oh, what right oh,
0: whoa like where am like, where did he come the up with that scoreboard's pulling you out yeah. of the game man yeah i'm like where did
1: he come up with that like you know it's crazy so
0: yeah well it, it's cool you know what it's, it's cool because how you're mentioning his name, like mm-hmm. what the podcast of whatever the hell podcasts are in fifteen years, Yeah. Like, like that's that's your name in their mouth potentially. I know, and, and that's, that's and that's what, I, yeah, 100%,
1: that's what, yeah, hundred percent. That's what I'm like. That's that's the dream, man. That's the goal.
0: Yeah. That's well the goal. well i'm That's the action dude I, I i'm happy to be like a little stepping stone of it and i'm happy to like be be on it with you in some whatever dude, yeah i'm happy yeah. to be here yeah bro um i do want to we're, we've been up here for a while but i do want to touch on fitness a little bit if you if you got it in yet yeah um, of course bro I've so got, i got so what's your what's your background of fitness like you're obviously like a pretty in shape dude. but are you are you a coach too are you a trainer no um, I seem like it,
1: I, I originally got into fitness. Um, I started lifting weights in sixth grade. Okay. Um, it was the ego. Oh, it so was, that's what started it. That's what started it. So the uh, it, the ego was what was driving it. The right. ego was like, you know, I gotta be big. I gotta be ripped. I gotta yeah, be Yeah. We grew cut. up in
0: this small town. We were yes. talking about that. You yeah, know, you gotta be, you gotta prove that you're a your man presence, around here. Your presence. You know? Yeah. And that's lumberjacks and
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I had to give off. A flesh physical presence if I didn't give off that presence people shallow people wouldn't even want to talk to me or wouldn't even want to get to know me or wouldn't like me because I didn't have this great physical presence and so mm-hmm. the ego is what drove the the love and then I wouldn't even call it a love because you don't have to if you love something you just do it it was a need there was a need I've, I was needing to be in shape I was needing to work out I was needing mm-hmm. to lift weights I was needing to be huge and in doing that I caused myself a lot of injury. I mean, in 2000, it was the same year I got my accident. In 2015, I was lifting for absolutely nothing but trying to outlift the dude next to me and trying to impress the girl that was going to be in my life for a week. And I was 140 pounds squatting like 345, 350. Just because? I mean, for what? I'm not a bodybuilder, like I'm not a power lifter. That's so crazy. It was, I mean, an, it was an ego thing. It was, I can, so I could say I could do it. Right. And that's what was feeding it. And now it's completely flipped. Yeah, so, so
0: how are you, I mean, cause you're still, like you still have, you, you didn't throw away all of working out. You've still no. got this this health fitness. So how are you now? What's the difference between you lifting back then and now when you're mindful it's when you're
1: present? 100% based on my performance needs on my bike and what my body needs. Mm. So I still your have... Your bike
0: is more important to you. You said like this, this yep. is notched above fitness. Yes. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, the bike is way more important. But the the fitness is, to me, is a part of the bike. I think that's what separates it's full circle. Um, a lot of great riders. I think the stunt scene in overseas is, is like years and years ahead of America. We have dudes in it, overseas that are just absolutely like levels and levels ahead of the guys in america which there's a few guys that are competing in those um stunt shows and stunt competitions in europe but um the amount of riders that they have that are at the skill level is is insane compared to over here and i Mm. think a lot of those dudes a lot of the guys that i really love to watch ride are athletes they rock climb they stretch they work out they do yoga things that we totally take for granted i'm like we're like we don't want to do yoga but everybody wants to be flexible and nobody wants to do yoga
0: and i did yoga right there for 30 minutes before you got here i mean
1: like and i think working out and eating right is Mm -hmm. a really really big important part of stunt riding when you want to perform at a high level i think honestly a lot of people just do it for fun which is which is absolutely fine but i i do it because i have this bond with stunt riding Mm -hmm. that I've rode with dudes that I used to look up to. I've proven to myself that I can do tricks that people think aren't that, you know, that can't be done or you can only do it a certain way. And I've done it differently. So I've been in jail. I've been I've had injuries like I've come. I've come too far to to turn back like I have this bond with it. And so in that bond, I do everything that's necessary to be better at it. So I, I I do my training instead of lifting heavy weights. I do it's all according to balance. Core mm. stability. Of course, I still I still like the slang weights every once in a while because it's of course. you know it's it's you know it feels nice. sometimes it, it's
0: good to just like like feel exhausted after yes, work. Like, yeah yeah I just got some shit out
1: yeah and I um I still I still go so hard I still go so hard but. I, I just changed it up. I changed it to what works for me and what I need instead of that ego I mean, I was lifting like a bodybuilder. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm a stunt rider. like what like why you know I was isolating uh, muscles, you know chest chest on chest and tries on yep. Monday, you know, what I'm saying bro. I've been uh, there Yeah, so now I'm um, I'm on a little bit of a different program. It's still weights But I do a lot of calisthenics um, a lot of pull-ups a lot of push-ups a um, lot of bodyweight stuff.
0: Yeah, Seems like you probably slow it down then too, right? Um, yeah.
1: It's still still high intensity, and I do a oh, lot of intensity. yeah. I still do a lot of super setting, um, just because I absolutely hate cardio. So right. I try to do, I try to work out faster. Yeah, like that man hit yeah. helps. It's great. Yes, it's and great I um, with my back, I've been. I can't. I would love to sprint because I really want to be athletic. That's my goal, and I think being athletic on the bike is really really important. I think that mm-hmm. helps your movements. So. I can't sprint with my back. So I just started swimming actually today. And so that's oh, going to be a new, yeah, yeah, I've heard great things about swimming. That'll be a new thing in my program, full body workout with the swimming. And that's how I'll do my cardio now from now on is swimming.
0: Well, next podcast, we're going to have to get an update on this swimming. Cause I want to know about it too. I mean, I'm all about like the cool thing about this podcast is I get to mine cool people for like yeah. how they handle like yes. this crazy brain that we all yep. have, you know? Yep. And so I'm like, Oh, I can try that now too. Absolutely. You know, it's, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. That, that's, that's crazy cool. Do you have any, um, uh, you know like you've always been so we actually worked out at i remember you worked out at forever fit right yeah yeah, yeah so so i remember i just i just have this image like we don't know each other super well mm-hmm. the last few years but when we did know each other it was always like daps up at the gym like you yep. would always see you at the gym you're always getting it and then yep. i had you on social media you're yep. always still getting yep. it so just as you know not claiming to be a fitness coach whatever mm-hmm. but um i i want I want my podcast to often be a branch from nothing to something. Absolutely. So like people who have never worked out a day in their life, people who want to get healthy, they mm-hmm. want to yeah. just, just get more, get healthier. Yes. Like, like, w- could you recommend like maybe a stepping stone, like from nothing to something?
1: Absolutely. Um, fitness is like I said, I was talking about making my bed every morning. The first, the mm-hmm. first one of the day, I think exercise is a, is is in that same category but in a different way. I, I firmly think that mental becomes before physical always, always. But in that physical, you get the mental win. So I think that exercising gives me that sense of accomplishment. I like to go to the gym in the morning. Uh, lately, I've been going really late at night, like 10 p.m., and I'll get done at like midnight or sometimes even midnight till two in the morning. But when I go first thing in the morning and I get in there and get after it, dude, I feel so good. Oh, I love it. Dude, yeah. I feel so good. Like, I feel like I'm like, wow, my day, I already got up, already made my bed already read my word right. i already read my affirmation for the day and now i just worked out like yeah. how a and that is a lot of people get stuck especially with weight and being overweight right they get stuck yeah, all you means nothing. dude what all all, all you have to do is get momentum yeah yeah all you have to do is push the snowball down the hill yeah push it it's heavy it's yeah. like when you push a car right you ever yeah. pushed a car that was in neutral? Sure did. Dude, when you... And you're moving around yeah. and like and you you turn around and you try to put your back against it. Yeah. The second the wheels start rolling... Once you get it done. going.
0: Done. And then you, you got one hand, you can oh, answer your phone, you, you do whatever you want. Dance around
1: it, spin around. Yeah. Yeah. It's momentum. And I think that's a huge part of fitness is it's so hard to get started. Mm-hmm. After I uh, was injured, I was like, dude, I don't even want to go back. Like, I don't. Like, I... I i'm I'm gonna go in there and lift no zero no weights right what do you mean no weights yeah i don't want to restart this thing no so i i literally was so discouraged when i first was healed and was okay to go to the gym i didn't go doctor's like you know how's uh because i mean when i came in there i was in good shape uh, you know and then when i was got my cast off they're like okay like are you good i let myself go right right you know i i was like Oh, like I was on I was on the train I got off the train and it felt like the train was moving so fast That I wasn't gonna be able to get back on it. So I just let myself go. I started eating horrible and um, It wasn't like I was, uh, it's it's the mirror, bro. It wasn't until I looked in the mirror. I was like, dude right. Look at you then and look at you right now. Like is that all you is that all you got? Yeah. Is that all you got like are you, you're you gonna let yeah. that you're gonna let that like you're gonna let this determine the rest of your life and I finally got back in the gym and i finally i I had to and i think that was the first thing of me letting my ego go was i walked in the gym i would be working out with my girl and she would you know you know she in good shape strong i mean like squatting like you know 25s on each side 95 pounds sometimes the thirty 145. we'd have to take the weights off so i could
0: squat oh that's rough yeah you know that that's rough for for a masculine yeah it's no doubt
1: um and at one point when i first got back into it i was not even using the bar. I'd go inside the squat rack to, to air squat.
0: Were you in pain through a lot of this, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, it's just um, kind of like physical therapy. For dude, the hard way. And,
1: it, <laughs> and it's crazy because I It was such a long journey. I lifted no mm-hmm. weights for like six months. I was doing like deadlifts and one-legged deadlifts and all that sh- with just body weight I was, you know, uh, I could only leg press. If I wanted to lift weights, I've, I mean, I could do leg curls and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But as far as, like, any weights, big weights, leg press was the only thing I could do because of my back. Right. So...
0: But you still got in there. But I still Every got day. in there.
1: And, and the second that I checked my ego, and I think this goes back to that, what we were talking about when you're young, you don't process things and you don't really get it. But um, basketball coach, Coach Backamus, we used to go in the weight room. He used to say, leave your ego at the door. And I'm like, dude, what's this guy talking
0: about? right what is
1: this guy talking about he's nuts
0: You're like yeah he's i nuts. get it he's nuts and yeah. i'm like
1: all right whatever coach you know right now i get
0: it and i'm like wow teachers have that magic bro they insert something inside oh, of us that it's we don't seed. get till 10 years it's later bro seed. i can't w- once i get to be um a better host and i am more you know, sure of myself that i can do them no harm mm-hmm. in any way i want to have some of my old teachers on here in that same way yeah absolutely and, and, and that would be can sick touch on some of those that would
1: yeah I, yeah he uh yeah. and the kids. first the first day that i walked in there and i was like I had to sit in the car, I sat in the car for 30 minutes, and I was like, this is it. Like, you're about to go in there, you're not gonna put any weights on, people are gonna think you're weak, people are gonna judge you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You can either start now, or you can start tomorrow, and then tomorrow becomes the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next Mm -hmm. day, and then we've already waited three months, so today's the day. And I walked in there, and I walked in the, stood under the squat squat rack with no weights on there, and then Mm -hmm. loaded it up for my girl. It killed me at first. Right. And then I was like, people don't know. People don't know what I've been through. People yep. don't know my injuries. People don't know what
0: I'm training for. Well, they're also not thinking about it, right? No. They yeah. also don't care. No, That's another no. thing we do yeah. to ourselves is we're like, yeah. man. We think people, people care. Like, what happened to that guy? Like, no, they ain't thinking that. They're thinking about, let me do my uh, seventh rep. Yeah. That's all they're fucking thinking about. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, so you think just, I mean, I, I totally agree with you here. Just going in. Going into the gym every day, yeah. Like, and and so those days with that six months where you're not like you were fueled by looking great, being able to be a beefy ass dude, being mm-hmm. able to lift all this stuff. Yeah. But now you're square one. Square you're going one. in there and you're like, "Where's my fuel?" Like, I don't feel great after I leave the gym now. But you still did it every uh-huh. day. So yeah. every day you wake up and there's probably a, that other wolf that says you should don't stay go inside. Don't go. Stay don't go. But yeah. Don't go. But dude, just I, I think even whether we think it's a bad workout or whatever, I think just getting in there and like, it's the mental. Yeah. Like I said, it's
1: creating the momentum. Yeah. Is what, that's what drove me Mm -hmm. this. I went in there the first day. It it killed me, bro. I must've went through the bathroom like 10 times to just look myself in the mirror and go, dude, are you like, just leave, just leave. What are you doing? You're not making any progress. And I I would walk back out flicking around the weeds, dude, dude. And then every day it got easier. Every single day got easier every single day I built more confidence and it's crazy because when you look at somebody that has been so confident for so long you're like oh he's fine like mm-hmm. you know get back in the gym what are you doing but my confidence was absolutely destroyed because what I was valuing at that time was stripped from me my, my body was taken from me what I thought made me like it during that time it was like alright who is Nate like who is he okay he's he's got he's on a bike He's he's a quote-unquote, he's a badass, right? Because he's running from the cops and he's doing wheelies. He's in good shape. You know, he's tatted, you know, like, you know, Nike. Whatever, girl. Yeah, Nike shit. It got the hard part, you know, cutting my hair, shit, comb over. Like, dude, bro, the freshest, the freshest, right? And then it was all gone. Body was gone. I didn't have money to get my hair cut. Like I didn't have, I I had my clothes that I had, but I couldn't, I, dude, I didn't wear a shoe on my right ankle. I couldn't wear a shoe for six months. My, my foot was so swollen. I would go to court wearing one dress shoe and one slipper, one slipper. So I was like, all right, who is Nate? I had no idea. I had no idea. And so now where is my confidence? Right? So when I was confident in that, in that person that I was trying to be, but then, when all that was gone, and and when the physical and every single thing that I valued was gone, yeah. now who am I? Just in limbo, so like, how? Wait, where is? Yeah. Where so is and me, I, yeah. So it's not. It's like I was being reborn. It's like right. so. How do you have confidence when you don't know what to be confident in? Right. I gave no value to anyone. I didn't give value to the woman I was with at the time. I didn't give value to my family. Like I was. I was a liability. Right. My dad bailed me out of jail. I didn't have any money. Like at that point, I was like so low because. I didn't know what value I had to bring. I had no, I had nothing to give. Right. Not even mentally, physically, anything. I had nothing to give because the physical is what I practiced. You, you get good at what you practice. So if you practice the same thing over and over and over right. again, you get good at it, right? But what if that's gone?
0: Then right. what? And it can, it can be gone so fast. Done. One, the second that you bike, that your it that was car is gone. Everything the that I, that.
1: The, everything that I thought that I could give to the world was gone. Mm-hmm you have to learn for yourself yep what you really have to offer exactly and that's where that process started man i mean but it took a it took dude it took a long time to transform it's crazy i know you probably listen to tony robbins but tony robbins always says he uh i was listening to one of his speeches and he was talking about everyone says that it always takes a long time to to change it doesn't take a long time. It takes a split second. It takes that one decision, but it's the events that lead up to the change, right? Right. So think about whenever you decided to change, it was that one day you woke up and you were like, dude, what? Today's the day. Right. 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 But it was all the experiences that you had to stack up in order to make that decision.
0: Right. Dude, it, it, and that's how it is, is we think that we're... We need we to we go through to more our... stuff. Yeah,
1: We think that there's something else. Like, I'm going to change eventually. I'm yeah. going to get through this eventually. I'm going to... There's one day I'm going to wake up, and that's going to be the day.
0: But little do you know, life's been sending you life rafts, man, and the whole time. I, I, like, yeah,
1: I always, I always tell people, I firmly believe that um, the universe, or like I said, whoever it is, right. you're going to keep learning the same lessons over and over until you take from them what you're mm-hmm. supposed to take from them. And it's it was killer for me it was like yeah. it was like my life was going in a circle I was running in place I was going nowhere because I
0: refused to learn the lessons that I was supposed to be learning during those times right <laughs> well now here you are now bro. Here I, am. I mean I'm, I'm grateful man like just like you're here for other people because I just you know I care about humanity mm-hmm. just as much as you do I'm yeah. sure but I, I'm grateful you know in a selfish way that you're here with me dude know um, so we get so to, happy we get to spread this word yeah. and stuff um i i kind of want to we, we've been going for a while here i kind of want to round it out um i uh if you have anything else that you want to bring around we definitely can but i kind of want to end on that mirror thing and that was just so pro- profound to me so anybody else who who isn't able to look in the mirror you know and they, they can't turn the lights on That's rough. like what a I don't know man, do you have anything you could you could tell those people like who can't face themselves mm. that they, they think maybe they're the things that they've done, they think maybe they're the past, what their father told them, what their mother told yeah. them. They look in the mirror and they don't see that the person that they know that they are, that self, that true self love, that loving person.
1: I think I think what takes people so long and what took me so long is that one, I think it's the inability to see where you really are. Like mm-hmm to be able to look yourself in the mirror and assess yourself. You're basically, when you hold, when you hold somebody accountable, right? When you, when you look at somebody and, and they ask you, you know, how, how am I doing with this? How am I doing that? And if you're honest with them, you might hurt their feelings. Can you right. do that with yourself? Right. You know what I'm saying? Then that's what I had to do. I, I didn't, I couldn't look in the mirror and say, you're messing up. Like I couldn't look in the mirror and say, dude, you, you're, you have nothing to give anybody. Right. That's hard. That is hard to look at yourself and, and to stay there, too. It's hard to tell yourself all your faults because that's what they are. I mean, I, it's not that they can't. I think a lot of people say, I don't want to tell myself what I'm doing that I don't like because that's negative self-talk. But if you're not honest with yourself, if you can't self-assess, tell yourself where you are and where you want to be, you'll never change. And that's what I couldn't do. That's why I didn't want to look in the mirror because I didn't want to look in the mirror and say, this is what you're doing and this is what you need to be doing. What you say with what you want and what you want is not lining up. Right. You say you want this. I you know, I've always wanted um, a strong, healthy connection with a woman because I was raised by my mother. So I, I my you know, my dad was always there, but my mom were, and I were so close right. that I was like, wow, I want to have a strong connection with a woman. How can I do that with the actions that I was doing? You can't have one night stands and have a strong connection with a woman you know what i'm saying yeah I, I always said you know i really want to be somebody that people can look up to how i don't look up to me why would anybody else look up to me right but that's very hard it's very 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 hard to hold yourself accountable and i find myself now that i'm i feel like i'm in that in that mode i do it every day like no matter how no matter what time it is no matter where i'm at if i need to talk to myself dude i step away do it yeah, i find absolutely. a mirror dude i will literally pull out my phone and pull up the camera mm-hmm. and and do it and i'll be like dude where then are you, you where are you at right now yeah. are you are you here are you What's at it? work are you present yeah. like where's your head are you giving are you giving this what this needs yeah. what it needs right now or, or is your head somewhere else i do that all the time i wake up in the morning yeah and the first thing I do after I do my routine, I read all my stuff. I get up and I and I go look in the mirror and I'm like, "What what's going on today?" Or dude, if I need that positive reinforcement, I look in the mirror. I'm like, "Yo, you're a beast, bro." Yeah. You're you got a,
0: this. You know who you are. You're a monster. Yeah.
1: People people don't do that. And I and that's the thing is like I don't want to sound like um like I'm into myself, but that's what it takes.
0: Mm. Like who
1: is going to tell me I'm a beast if I
0: don't? No, you have to. See, you that's the thing is, is where we do have a weird thing where people misinterpret the word ego and, and they misinterpret, misinter- like, because a lot of us gas ourselves up. Yeah. A lot of us on social media, we... we don't even realize we do it, but we ask for compliments. We yes, ask for like Yes, these things, yes, but yes, yes. Th- because of that, we're so afraid of being that person and making sure we're not doing that. Yes, we avoid gassing ourselves up. Oh, And dude. we gotta gas ourselves up. no because you have to A do. lot of this negative self talk that has become normal, that has become okay to just joke about yourself and insult yourself I, every two seconds is not okay.
1: No, it's not because that that ch- it li- it changes your emotions. Yeah, like if, and I think also too, like I said, I think it's the hardest parts of your self development. Is being honest with yourself and and saying that like a lot of people will use that negative self-talk so they don't have to live up to that expectation they don't have to fail if I say I'm going to fail it's okay if I do but if I say that I'm gonna succeed and I don't
0: then I'm a failure or if you distract yourself concentrating on everybody else's failures exactly our our ego loves to do that we find Mm -hmm. where we're not fulfilling ourselves in other people. And then we, we attack them about mm-hmm. it, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's why, um, I like the gym so much too, cause there's mirrors everywhere. So everywhere right. I go, I'm like, are you, are you, are you, I don't like wasting my time. Yeah. That's a big thing for me. Right. Um, I feel like just given the experience that I have a couple, um, recent passings, Zach Tackwell, I know you knew Zach, mm-hmm. Zach and I were really close friends. Uh, it was really hard for me. And, um, my grandma, um you can't get time back and i realized that in in losing those people i realized that you can't get time back and so now i'm big on my time i hate wasting time so if i'm at the gym and if i'm not just giving it everything i've got i'm like dude are you wasting your time do not waste your own time your time is so valuable you know i'll be at home you know or, or in the car, like when I go park somewhere, I'll like look at my phone for a couple of minutes before I walk in, I'm like, dude, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Do not waste your
0: time. Right, with the, with the most mindless stuff, you, you pull yourself out of it and you're like, what What the heck was I what, looking at? What was at? I, what? I doing? Did I just follow an Amazon ad on Facebook? What yeah. is happening?
1: And then you're on this trail, right? Yeah. And the next thing you know, 10 minutes has gone by. Bro. And so that's a huge thing for me. And I think the self-talk, is what changed the mirror for me is yeah. what was able to help me turn the lights on was the self-talk I, I replaced it because yeah. I used to tell myself like dude, you can't do this. You can't do yeah. that every day I never even spoke to people because I was always telling myself what I was doing wrong I was talking to myself, right? You, you, you're you so caught up with in, <laughs> in yourself that you can't it's even so and weird. it was crazy Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't being I wasn't operating what I was supposed to be doing I right. wasn't you know being a leader. I totally meant to be a leader, I'm meant to lead people, I'm meant to change people's lives, and I couldn't even do that because I was so negative with myself, Mm -hmm. like, and that's what I tell people always, is like, if you don't care about yourself and what you're doing, you can't care about anybody else. Absolutely,
0: that's the biggest thing that I've had to learn with all this shit Mm -hmm. for for me, man, like, I was thinking that I was like putting, you know, I'm helping people, I'm doing all that I can, like, I don't have any love for myself, but I'll give it to other people, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was like keeping me hanging on for a while with whatever bullshit I was going on in my head, but like, ultimately, The answer to me helping other people is self-love. If I didn't have self-love, I wouldn't have this podcast. If I didn't have this podcast, this many people wouldn't be able to listen to it and hopefully get something a little bit better. I don't have time to respond to every single individual person. Mm -hmm. Like it's just self-love is what makes... Change your life. Yeah. It's what what you being able to to do something. Yeah. It gives a power.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And it's that, definitely, that's what changed my life too, because I, like I said, that whole mirror thing, it wouldn't yeah. be if I didn't start caring about myself and care about what I was doing, taking pride in what I was doing and being able to hold myself accountable. Right. Like I use that thing all the time now. I love that. All the time. It's like, dude, are you, you know, if I tell my, I'm honest with myself, like, yo, you didn't really get a whole lot done today. Like, you know, you said you want to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm again, it's with the time. Right. And I like to be Especially with myself, I like to hold myself accountable. I like to be a man of my word Like mm-hmm. if I tell myself I'm gonna do something I was like, dude, you t- you said you were gonna do you gotta try You gotta try and you didn't do it. You didn't even attempt to do that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what did you do today? You messed around? I just I think it's so important I dude, I totally talk to myself all the time like I'll be outside yeah, talking to myself like people think I'm crazy at the gym when I like speak out loud and people are like, whoa, what's this guy doing? Or I'll run at night. Right. I'll run at night and I run up this hill and I'll be screaming oh. and people are like running, by, like yeah. driving by me like, is like what? Like, Dude, I,
0: I do that with uh, when I'm doing like trail running. Yeah. I literally, I have like a mantra, uh, just one that I, that stuck in my head from YouTube. Yeah. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm wise. Yes. It puts me in a trance, bro. I'm just oh. screaming that as I'm running through trails and Dude, stuff. and the it's best wonderful. part is you
1: forget what you're
0: doing yeah. and
1: you're just going so
0: hard. Yeah. And you know it, whatever you're saying to yourself you know it and so that's the thing is it's not weird it's not corny it's not dorky do not be ashamed to do anywhere you're at in life whether you're at the gym whether you're by yourself whether your mom's trying to sleep you know maybe keep it down but but talk to yourself man talk Uh. to yourself this wall that 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 people may see this wall started with me sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor in this like crusty basement that that i would just party in and I just started writing my thoughts, like whether that's talking out loud to yourself, whether that's listening to things and like, Oh, that's a good thing that mm-hmm. I just heard. And you jot that yes. down. It's um, a constant reminder. Yeah. That's what so this hashtag. That's what the hashtags are for me. W- what are your hashtags? Lay them down.
1: Oh man. So the most important one was with that wasn't shit. That wasn't that shit. That wasn't shit. Every, everybody thinks that it was like cocky because I started doing it with the bike stuff. Right. Um, again, with the video that just dropped today, look me up on YouTube. Nice and Nate. The nice whole Nate, story yeah. from that wasn't shit is on the video today. Um, everyone thinks that it came from a win. Like I did a trick and I was like, Oh, that wasn't shit. Or I got a job and I was like, Oh, that wasn't shit. It came from the L. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. came from me battling. Right. I, I, I was at a point in my life where I didn't know if I wanted to be here anymore. I didn't know if I want to live. I didn't know if I wanted to, to keep moving. Right. And I made it through that. And, and I made it through the injury. I made it through the mental part of the injury, the physical part of the injury. Right. The mental part was the worst. And after I, I got back on my feet, I was in the gym, I started riding, dude, I was just killing it. Like, yeah. I was a monster. Yeah. Like, I came back like so like a caged animal. And I was like, one day I was like, thinking like, uh, you know, I'd been done riding, load up my bike, go home, sit on the couch. And I was like, thinking about, you know, the previous times and everything. And I was like, dude, you you made it through all that stuff that you thought
0: that you weren't going to make it through, you did. And I was like, what is that? I was like, that wasn't shit. Yeah. Like, that was not shit. What's crazy is now, whatever is going to happen in your life is it's, like, you, that's what you're going to be like, oh, I needed that because I was really not ready for this crazy ass exactly. shit. I thought that was crazy. It is. It's, crazy. Men, it's mental.
1: mental preparation. Right. And, and I use it, but now I use it for everything. I use it with the wins, too. Like, when right. I'm at the gym and I'm pushing myself so hard. Right. I use it as a current, too. Like, I'll be lifting. I'm like, this ain't shit. This ain't shit. This ain't shit. Over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, And then when I'm done, I'm like, damn, that wasn't shit. Like, right. do you got more. Like, you can do and more.
0: It, and it's not... See, that's the thing is it's not negative self-talk. Because negative self-talk is toxic and terrible. Yeah. But, but when, the way the way you're using it mm-hmm. is like, no, because I know myself in my heart that I'm, more, I'm capable more than yeah. this. I can do yeah. better. And it's going to feel good when I do better.
1: Yeah. Um, that wasn't shit. Just getting started. Just getting Huge started. Huge for me. Right. Because um, I you know, I was doing, you know, I was like mentally changing, physically changing. Um, my riding was going to a whole new level. My life was going to a whole new level. And I'm like, dude, I got so much more in me. I'm just getting started. Like just <laughs> wait, like just wait. I think those are the two biggest ones for me. Um, and then, uh, is that all you got all the time? I'm like, That's God, hard and you know, what? dude, uh, I got to tell you a story. I hate to drag this out, but I have no, a, no, I, hit me with this story. I have a friend. I, love it. I have a friend. Um, Which I which I won't name his mom is in her 60s. She's in her early 60s. She has stage 3 breast cancer for the third time She is a fighter, bro. She's a fighter. She's the most beautiful woman in the entire world. She calls me and I'm, you know, I'm on my I'm on my voicemail I missed the call right? She leaves me a voicemail. I answer she's like Nate I want you to know that I'm on my way to renew my gym membership and it has everything to do with your video because i looked at myself today and i'm bro i'm about to like it's this hit me
0: oh man my chest just melted a little bit um
1: and she says i looked at myself and i said is that really all you got and she said i looked at myself and the answer was no she bro she's a cancer survivor like do you know what that does for me bro do you know what that does for me yeah like i'm like I'm like, let's go. Yeah. I'm like, somebody put me on a stage, bro. Like, that is, that's what I need. Like, yeah. that, that is a, the biggest payment that I could ever receive. Like, really? I touched somebody that has a life threatening illness. Yeah. She got off of her cow. Ca- bro, the stuff that we deal with yeah. is nothing compared to that. Right. She said that you inspired her and you're like, what? To go, like to, you was, to, to go to the gym. Yeah. Cause she said, yeah. I tell my Nate. I tell myself all the time, "Is that really all you got? Is Cause that really because it's, it's not because it's not." Is. And I think that that one was a little later. The that wasn't shit. It's been there for a while, So yeah. for like four years. But that one was a new one. And the fact that that story, I'm able to tell that story because that hashtag is un unreal for me, bro. Beauty. Unreal. Yeah. yeah
0: so. I kill, uh, yeah, dude. bro. Uh, the feelings, yeah, the, yeah. I'm in the fields right now. That's beautiful. Ain't a dang thing wrong yeah. with that, dude. So, so your hashtags. So you're gonna keep going with your hashtags. Um, yes. Let's just touch I, on. W- we can round it out. But what's yeah. your what's your uh, what's what's next for Nasty Nate, man? Like, what what have you been? Let's just round about what we've been working on here. What, what have you been? Um, on? what's
1: next, man? I'm gonna start volunteering my time. I'm gonna yes. start speaking.
0: Speaking. Um, speaking has always yeah, been again, anybody who dude, needs a speaker, motivational speaker, holly, I mean. I'm sure. Yeah. Just, I mean, you could just go back and forth yeah I mean, they need something a little more specific. Yeah. 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 I feel like you're pretty good at picking up what you need to do. hundred you, percent. I feel not, like, yeah, it's yeah. always
1: been a gift of mine. I'm really, really, really observant. I can, I can right. sit with people, um, without them talking and kind of feel them. I feel like that's so important and I feel like it's going to be important for my, for my speaking too. But I really, I just want to start speaking. It's yeah. always been so hard for me. I always been I wore that mask like we talked about for so long. I was so embarrassed of who I actually was right. that I was afraid to be myself. So every time I you know, I'd record these videos, like they're out, they're outside. So if someone walks uh-huh, by, I'm like uh-huh. I'm like, dude, I'm almost like, What is this camera doing here? Like <laughs> who like yeah. what is this? Like who like, who's talking? I'm not talking to that camera. Who do I think yeah. 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 I am? Yeah. And uh the process of starting that youtube channel was so long for me because i would go go to the park go to wherever try to record this video couldn't get it done mm-hmm. couldn't get it done mm-hmm. i pick up the, if someone walked by i'd pick up the camera and go somewhere else there's people everywhere mm-hmm. like it's like at this point dude, i would be done for in new york dude i would <laughs> i would never make it uh <laughs> but i'm finally getting to the point where i feel comfortable yeah. like i'm like okay this is who you are like you don't want to can i not that i'm grateful for everything in my life right now including the job that i work i'm so grateful for that but it's not the end game for me right if i don't break outside of that mold if i don't get close to that edge like uh, that's what i call it. it's the edge like if you're not mm-hmm. i'm like i'm i feel like i'm right on the edge of elevation is what i mm-hmm. call it right on the edge of elevation i'm right there if i don't step over that line i'm never gonna make the impact i want and right. i think that's what Took me so long as I've always dreamed so big and I'm like, why would I ever think that that's going to work? And now that I'm like, you you just do it, you do it. And and like, you know, I hate to I hate to touch on the the feedback that I get because I, I, you know, I, I would say that I. I want to be able to, you know, do it without that positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, it's part of, it's all part it of the process. Yeah, it's all part of the process. We're, so we're,
0: we're tribal beings, you know, like we want acceptance. 100%. We want to know that yeah. what we've been putting our heart and soul in, yep. people, it, it reaches Significance. that, and, and really Significance. honestly, because I'm the same way, so when someone tells me, it's not what I'm going for, but when they message motivating. me, motivating. man, it's, it's so great. motivating. Yeah, I just
1: want to, uh, you know, be significant. And so I think uh, I'm going to start speaking. I'm going to start volunteering my time anywhere. Like Mm -hmm. it dude, old folks homes, like wherever I can go to, to relay a message. I'm, I'm very, I think that was the creativity with the camera and, um, the photo editing, the video editing, it was all kind of like a step for me to find my creative side. My mom's always been creative. My grandma was a painter. Like, you know, I come from a creative family. My cousin customizes sneakers. Mm -hmm. Like I come from a creative family. So that now this is my creativity is with words like as far as how I how is I how I can relate certain experiences that I have to your life, like you know, like I said with with working out and the bike and, and what it's done for me, it's all the bike is like a metaphor in itself for me. And so I think being able to, to connect things that people can relate to and say it in a positive way and a positive message is that's that's really what I'm going for. And that's what, you know, I hope one day I'm not gonna use that word hope. Um, one day, it's a matter of damn time, Monday, one day, um, I'm going to get paid to speak and that's what I'm going to do for a living
0: for the the rest of my life. I absolutely agree. I think that you're going to be someone who, who's going to help a lot of people. I mean, I think your truth and your, your perseverance and your strength. And, um, I get honestly just, uh, badass will to not give up. Really, just simply. I, I, like it's, it's, it's great, man. It's very inspiring. It's very inspiring to, to see. see and obviously to just like talk to you about, man. Dude, I, I love. You love I, up to me. I love. This. Yeah,
1: I love sharing my story, dude. I think um, it's kind of like uh, I call it like the sauce. Like you can't mix the right. sauce and have the sauce and not give it away. I think everybody's story is important, and I think. Someone has either gone through is going through or is going to go through something that I went through And so if I don't share it, they're not gonna make it through they might not
0: right. Yeah My Shay always says like who would you need when you were 16? Exactly. It's like, man, like if I could get myself, my little punk ass and my little tight pants <laughs> and my red hair to just listen, <laughs> sit down, you know, sit like, down, hey, down man, and talk to take responsibility. Like yep. you got this thing, you yep. have these talents. Like, yep. so yeah, just if, if you can get people to listen and believe in themselves and mm-hmm. I think that's what you're doing, man. Yep. So I'm super pumped for your future. I am super pumped that. to I'm see what happens. I'm super pumped for all the people you're going to help. Thank you so Incredibly, much for having man. me, bro. Yeah. All right, bro. Fist bump one more time, man. I appreciate you. All right, bro. Junkyard Love podcast out. Everybody have a good rest of your day. Stay off your phone and breathe in some fresh air today.